Support for Community Connection comes from Open Door Health Services, announcing the relocation of its family planning clinic to 333 South Madison Street in Muncie, offering reproductive health care regardless of insurance status or ability to pay. New patients welcome. OpenDoorHS.org. Welcome to Community Connection, the IPAIR original show where we talk with the people working in nonprofit groups in our area and let you know how you can get involved. I'm Michelle Kinsey, and joining me is Dorika Watson, and she is here from Second Harvest Food Bank, but specifically a wonderful program that some people may not be familiar with, and it's called Forward Steps. Welcome, Dorika. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here. So tell us what Forward Steps is. So first and foremost, Forward Steps is a relationship-based empowerment initiative that works alongside individuals who are under-resourced on their journey towards long-term stability. We are a Hope for Tomorrow initiative of Second Harvest Food Bank. That's wonderful. And how long has Forward Steps been around? So Forward Steps has celebrated our second anniversary. So we are a fairly new program um, at Second Harvest. However, um, the program was initially a part of Teamwork for Quality Living. And so there was a merger in 2016 that brought over a um, poverty alleviation program. And since that program has morphed, because what we began to do is not only look at families who are under-resourced, who are in poverty, but also looking at the long-term stability aspect of so the whole person, so to speak. Sure. I know a lot of people uh, with teamwork may be familiar with the poverty simulations Mm -hmm. that teamwork did. And I know that you recently uh, did one, which I attended. And and really, I think the the word uh, that comes to mind first and foremost is powerful. Mm -hmm. This is a powerful evening that really opens your eyes to uh, a family, a person's, a child's uh, situation, uh, which could happen so very easily. As we all know, um, poverty can happen in the blink of an eye, um, especially uh, today. So talk a little bit about maybe that uh, simulation that you do and other things that Forward Steps uh, is a part of. Yeah, so um, under the the Second Harvest umbrella, we have a, a number of different trainings that we offer. One of the most powerful and interactive programs is the poverty simulation. It's a two and a half hour role play where someone, they're um, they're given an identity and they're asked to be someone who is in poverty for one month. Now, one month is really four 15 minute weeks. Mm -hmm. And so someone says, well, how is that two and a half hours? There is the the pre, um, the setup, the the preparation, and then there is the, the reflection, the debriefing at the end. So it ends up being two and a half hours. And most people who participate don't feel as if it's two and a half hours at at all. It seems a lot shorter than that amount of time because what you realize very quickly is that your stress level increases, your anxiety increases, and your resources are low. And so you're having to make decisions with limited resources and, and, and pretty much in the moment. What we know about families that are in poverty and this is a pattern, it's not an absolute rule, but a pattern is um, often live in, in, in some version of tyranny of the moment. The need to act overwhelms any willingness people have to think, to learn, or to change. And so constantly reacting to situations that are happening to them. And so that is what that um, poverty simulation essentially simulates is this is what happens when that stress level is high. And so it offers the opportunity for the community to really build empathy mm-hmm. around having that particular experience. Yeah. And what do you hope, kind of the next step, people that attend the 
poverty simulation? What do you hope uh, they either take away with them or what do you hope their next step is as far as, you know, maybe even helping? In the Absolutely. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I like to share all the time is you don't know what you don't know till you don't know it. And that's when you need to know it most. And so my hope is that the first thing that people take away is awareness, mm-hmm. understanding that um, in, individuals who are under-resourced are not those people. I hate that term, by the way. Uh, yes. um, but but individuals who, who may struggle but get up every single day and try it all over again. So definitely awareness, most definitely empathy. And then there's always the opportunity to, to make some community changes. We offer um, opportunities at Second Harvest to do, to give, to engage, and to advocate. And we believe that the most powerful um position that someone can take is that opportunity to engage. When you engage, you get to know someone who is different from you. And I believe wholeheartedly that magic happens when you take that time to get to know someone that's not like you. Absolutely. It's getting rid of that feeling of if it doesn't directly affect me, I'm not going to do anything about it. Because every if you live in a community, everything affects and impacts you. So I think that's very uh, important uh, what you're imparting through these uh, poverty simulations. I know that that the group that we uh, were with, which included some community members, but it was predominantly Ball State students. Uh, and I know that for many of them, uh, many of the ones that I interacted with, the Ball State students uh, were absolutely overwhelmed and just really found it difficult to navigate Uh, these situations, because I don't think we uh, are given uh, an education, and I don't mean, you know, college-wise, but to understand how to navigate social services and to navigate, uh, you know, the banking systems and quick cash places and mortgages and those kind of things. It it can make it very difficult when you have to deal with those in very, very quickly in dire circumstances. Absolutely. One of the things that we know is that every single one of us, no matter our socioeconomic background, we use our own lens to dictate how someone else should live their lives. Mm-hmm. And so what that simulation does, and a number of our other trainings as well, but what that simulation does is it allows us not only to see the tyranny of the moment, it allows us to better understand that if someone can't plan, they can't predict. Right. If they can't predict, they can't identify cause and effect. If they can't identify cause and effect, they can't identify consequences. And if you can't identify consequences, you have a higher inclination. And I like to say towards anything negative Mm -hmm. because your emotional resource is low when you cannot um, clearly identify what happens next because it's unpredictable. The environment, the, the situation of poverty often becomes unpredictable. Sometimes you have what you need, other times you don't. And when, when a child grows up in that space, Mm -hmm. it's an, uh, it's unpredictable and an adult that's already in that space and it's unpredictable. Again, the engagement piece is so very important. Why getting to know someone is so important. Um, We talk a lot about also about, you know, the reasons why people leave poverty or leave daily instability. But I believe I even shared during the simulation the other day, that the number one reason why people stay out is a significant relationship. Mm-hmm. Someone being able to kind of not necessarily hold your hand, but provide that level of empathy for you to to help you to 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 direct you, sure. possibly to connect you, possibly with whatever it is to get you to that next level, becoming that bridging capital, yes. so to speak. Absolutely. And that perfectly describes forward steps, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. So what are some other things that, that forward steps uh, is doing to help? 
Absolutely. So when I think about forward steps, the very first thing I think about is that old um, Chinese proverb, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Um, But if you teach a man a fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. But what I always like to ask is, what happens if you teach someone to fish, but the pond, the river, the lake they're fishing from is empty? Mm -hmm. That person will still be hungry. And so what forward steps does is stock the pond. We stock the pond in a way, um, first by building relationships. Everything that we do is about relationships first. And it's not every telling someone what they need. It's asking them what they need and helping them figure out how those steps to get there. Another way in terms of the relationships is we meet every week. Wow. We meet with our families every week because we know if someone is constantly living in that level of tyranny of the moment and they're ready to leave that space, that, that survival, that daily grind, then what they have to do is give up some of those relationships that keep them there in that, in that um, circle, that tyranny. And so we provide that weekly engagement where you can connect with people that may share a story with you, but may not. And so it gives you that permission, so to speak, to dream. You can be around a number of different people. We provide a training. Um, The training is probably one of the most um, useful tools that we have with Forward Steps because we we have a 16-week engagement that helps families look at what's caused their daily instability, what's keeping them there, and then safe and stable pathways towards long-term stability. So we know that the fastest way to increase, you know, to move towards stability is to increase your earned income, but it's also the fastest way back in if you can't sustain it. Sure. So we're working on not only increasing, but also sustaining that resource. Um, the second um, piece, and, and I should have I should have said that we focus on the three R's. The three R's are so very important. Oh, Again, okay. that relationship, it's so very important. We also have a partnership with um, the sociology department here at Ball State. Great. So Dr. Melinda Massinio provides our youth enrichment program for us. We know that's very important. There are a number of programs that are there to help families, but unfortunately they don't provide the childcare, that resource. Sure. And so we provide the childcare, the, the youth enrichment resource. And that's not literally, that's just not babysitting. It's really being able to provide the tools and techniques to the youth as well. Um, we focus on leadership. We focus on mindfulness. That's so very important mm-hmm. to be able to center and ground yourself. We focus on um, long-term stability. We focus on a future story. As a child myself, no one ever asked me what did I want to be when I grew up. And that wasn't because my family didn't love me, but often they were caught up in that moment of survival and not realizing that that we may have missed a teachable moment. Mm -hmm. And so we want to help implant what that future story could be for the kids. So we're getting the kids out in the community and we're also getting the kids connected with with college students so that they could see themselves as a college student doing a number of different things. So that's a part of the, the relationships. And then we, we we share resources. Resources are important. And we have a meal every week. So when we come together, it's not just programming. There's a meal as well. And with that particular um with the focus on resources, we believe that everyone that comes in our door is a resource. For us, it doesn't matter if you're in poverty, if you're um, under-resourced, if you are um, in middle income or you're in wealth, everyone has a resource to give and to share. And so that's our third, our reciprocity. And so it's very important for us to be able to share with one another because we want to to value one another in our experiences. And so a lot of that happens through sharing. not only sharing with one another, we invite the community in. The community comes in 
and they can share about community programs. But one of our most powerful community connections is we have um, our families have an opportunity to be matched with an empowerment team. And so the empowerment team is two to four individuals okay. from middle income or wealth that come and walk alongside our families as they're going along that journey of long-term stability. Wow. That is a lot. So the three R's, and could you say the three R's again? So Relationships. Yes. They're so very important. Mm-hmm. Resources. Yes. We all have those and we can share them. And then the third R is reciprocity. It's the give and take of everything that we do. That's wonderful. Now, I know you have uh, a lot of kind of public events and, and things going on in the community. Are some are some things coming up that you can share with, yeah, our, with our listeners? Yeah. So on the fourth Thursday of every month, mm-hmm. we have a focus that we call Big View. That's when we're looking at the systemic barriers that are keeping people under resource. The community is invited to come and join us. We meet um, locally at um, First Baptist Church. Okay. And, and, and someone would always ask, are you a faith-based organization? We are not, but we are very faith-friendly. Mm-hmm. And so we have people from all walks of life. And First Baptist Church just happens to be a wonderful group of people that have allowed us into their space for a number of years, more than I can even count um, the amount of years. And they are so gracious to us. So again, on the fourth Thursday of every month, we have a Big View meeting. Um, Prior to the start of that Big View meeting, we have an overview session. So if anyone wants to ever come and learn more about what it is that we do, they can come in from five to six o'clock and learn more about... um, Forward steps. Um, No one has to make an RSVP unless you're bringing five of your closest friends and five of their children. Then in that (laughs) instance, we most definitely want you to RSVP. But otherwise, we would always be prepared for guests. The overview is a standing meeting, as is the the, um, Big View meeting. And I want to mention again, with the Big View meeting, we're looking at those systemic barriers that are keeping people under Mm resource. But it's really important that we focus on positive steps to changing or eliminating those barriers. We don't whine or complain about the barrier. We're really looking at a strategic focus to help our families get beyond those barriers and not only our families, the greater community. So that's really important for us. Again, for Thursdays every month. And then um, on March 26th, we will be having our milestone celebration. That is, if um, someone is familiar with our programming, that's our graduation. We changed the name. um, So it's our milestone celebration. And so we have eight individuals who have gone through the 16-week engagement, and we will be celebrating their accomplishments um, at 5.30 p.m. Um, on March 26th. And that is going to be at Second Harvest Food Bank. I bet that is going to be an amazing celebration. There it, is a lot to celebrate. There yeah. is most definitely a lot to celebrate. And attendees always say that that is the most moving experience they could ever ever have because we are helping create empathy through stories. Mm -hmm. Someone is just telling their story and they're telling their story of struggle. They're telling their story of triumph. They're telling their story and we are accepting them for who they are. And then we're making connections so that we can help them get to the finish line. That's amazing. And I'm sure there, you know, there may be some people uh, listening right now who are maybe either in need of help or are interested in Forward Steps or maybe as a volunteer. Uh, For both of those reasons, how do they connect with Forward Steps? Absolutely. So definitely follow us uh, on social media. So we have a Facebook page, um, Forward Steps, and our Second Harvest page, absolutely. 
follow us there and um, you can get on the, the website. So um, curehunger.org is our Second Harvest website and you can c- um, connect to us directly on that website. And if all of those options um, don't work or not fast enough, you can reach us directly, 765-287-8698. My extension is 108 and I would love to communicate with you. And then also we have um, our resource development coach who works directly with our families, helping them look at that path towards long-term stability. Her name is Stacy Britton and same telephone number, different extension. Her extension is 117 and either of us would love to communicate with someone. So if you're if you're under-resourced and you want to move towards long-term, excuse me, if you're under-resourced and you want to move towards long-term stability, reach out to us. If you are don't know where to turn and you just want a little more information, please contact us. And if you're thinking, hey, I want to impact the community I want to do, I want to give, I want to engage, I want to advocate, reach out to us. Maybe you want to provide a meal for one of our Thursday evening sessions and we would love to have you. Maybe you want to connect and become an ally to one of our families as they're working towards that journey of long-term stability. We would love to connect with you as well. Well, I have loved having you in the studio today. Thank you so much, Dorica, for taking the time to come in and share information about Forward Steps. Thank you, Michelle, so much for having us. We appreciate it. Community Connection is hosted by Michelle Kinsey, and I'm Sean Ashcraft, the engineer for this show. We're supported in part by Open Door Health Services. To hear more from this conversation and to listen to past episodes, visit us online at indianapublicradio.org slash communityconnection or find us in your favorite podcasting app.